the last pod, man. That shit was a hype. It lasted a little bit too long. It was a hype. It was dope. Hmm. We probably could have cut the last 30 minutes out and would have been dope as fuck. Dope as fuck. I mean, but we missed um. That was our first time back, though, right? Yeah, but sometimes you can miss some shit. Hey, last 30 minutes, we could have cut that shit out. We was dope as fuck, though. The first hour, we was lit. <laughs> Where's my other phone at? Oh, what's up on that phone? Oh, shit. My nigga, I, yo, that Jasmine Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. Yo, this chick put me on to the to, to a song on there because I've been listening to like on it and all the rest of that shit. Yo, listen to the lost one. Listen to everything. Nah, I know I listen to everything too, but like just play one song sometimes and it you, you hear it different. You know what I'm saying? Yo, go listen to the lost one. You know what I mean? It's it's it's, it's special. It's different. It's not the same. She doesn't have a bad album. I mean, she's only got no, three. no. Yeah, but, no, she don't have a bad album. But still, I'm talking about this one track or this one album. That shit's hard. That shit's special. She's different. She's special. Yeah, nigga. All right. Uh, is, come on, scroll up, nigga. Scroll up. Okay. <clears throat> one, two, one, two. Y'all can hear me? Check my levels, my nigga. Check my levels. One, two, one, two. One more bass on this shit. Yo, Goro, fix my levels. Turn the music up, turn me down. (laughs) Trying to hear that shit, turn the music up. Alright. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you may be listening to this podcast. We are the Better Than You pod, waking me up out my sleep. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm late getting to the pod. It is what it is. Go around the room real quick. Ant, what's good? I'm good, man. What's going on with you? Oh, you don't, you're not giving me the energy I need, King. <laughs> B, what up? Yo, you never start with Ant, yo. Everybody knows that. <laughs> nigga got to go last, man. Because either not going to be here or he ain't going to be here, yo. <laughs> no, I'm good, man. I'm on it. <clears throat> yeah, that was better. Yeah, nah, I'm good. Joe, what up? Ah, uh, not much, man. Shit good over here. I can't complain. Get this last part of the first month of the new year. Word. Out the way, yeah. I mean. That's what's up, that's what's up. I'm fresh off my uh my 45th, you know what it is. 45 years around the yeah, sun, around feeling, the sun. Good. feeling good. Feeling young. Telling my daughters, I said shit. They was like, Daddy, you you don't look for it. I said, You right, baby. I said I look better than any every other daddy that come to your come to your school. They all old looking and shit. I come there with the bop and Tim's and shit. Anyway, um <clears throat> nigga, you got your Yankee fitted backwards, hollering at me. Nigga swear. Nah, I am me. Uh, I'll say I'll send y'all a fucking video. I, I don't know what the fuck happened on Saturday. Last Saturday. We do. We see the video you send out to niggas, man. But, Put it right in the group chat. Oh, I sent y'all a video. I sent y'all my yeah. spot and got a video. Nah, you that just beat. screaming and rubbing on oh, your nipples. It's fucked up. Nah, nigga, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I gotta check. I gotta chill a little. I gotta, I gotta check if this shit yeah. can really beat some shit. It can really beat some shit. <laughs> Oh, I hit him with, I hit him, I, I, I threw that, I threw that beatbox on and stood on my own couch, man, fuck it, couldn't go nowhere, right. so you know what it is, <clears throat> yeah. um, damn, I hate to go from what I'm talking about to, 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 you know, some sad news, but it's been one year since Kobe passed away, uh, on January 26th, I believe, uh, yesterday, actually, um, I didn't get to see what the, tri- I'm sure there were tributes around the NBA, I didn't get to see a lot, I know, I did see a few, players wearing Kobe jerseys. I'm not sure if there were any special things. I know last year they did the eight minutes and 46 seconds on both sides before they start each game. I, um, I'll start with you, B. I, I don't know what it looked like around around the league and how it looked different now that's a year later. I'm going to be all the way buck with you. I don't know. Um, I know Kyrie came in with a Kobe jersey and that was the only that. thing they really... That's, 
that's the one out, I saw, yeah. Yeah, that was the only one they actually put out. That's the one I heard about. Um, I think outside of basketball, I think people were generally, like, sad because we remember. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, it was one of those things where we knew Kobe had passed, but it was like, damn, like, that day was just so much. And then when we found out about his daughter and, and you know, Facebook, like, brings all that shit back to you and, like, all of that all of those powers combined, I think that kind of affected everybody, like, in the general lexicon of of um, social media, and everybody was just reacting to, damn, like, Kobe really not here. You know what I'm saying? How ill this nigga just was, like, you know what I mean? His essence and all that, and all the shit he did, he really just not here, you know? Yeah, 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 it, was, it was like that. I was, uh, what is it, the jump with uh, Rachel Nichols on uh, ESPN. I know they had a special two-hour uh, episode where they uh, had some Kobe tributes and they had some folks that tell some Kobe stories and shit like that. But, yeah, man, um, yeah, I saw Kyrie with the jersey. I believe uh, Trey Young did something. They gained over 24 or something like that when you did, so I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, um, that was ill. I remember, I, I believe, I think it was Ant that, that – uh, let let me know that the, that Kobe had passed a year ago, and like the group chat thing. The yeah. niggas just said Kobe. Yeah, did. it was and it was, it was real it was, fucking ignorant. I it hated was like Kobe. That day. Kobe died or Kobe dead. I'm like, the yeah, fuck? he said Kobe dead. It was like the worst fucking way to find out. Yeah, it Man, was an asshole. He gonna have to yeah, answer that. Yeah. That that, <laughs> right, that was yeah yeah that was some shit. And it was like, then it was just like, yo, hold on, let me get the TMZ, let me get the CNN, let me yeah. see if this, this shit real. And then you know it was like. She heard about the crash. He was hoping for some, some way it wasn't mm-hmm. like the shit. You know what I'm saying? Because when you look at the NBA, you know what I'm saying, you see like the OG, like Bill Russell. You know what I'm saying? Old as shit, still popping up in like the finals to get this trophy that's named that them out the folks. Mm-hmm. And and you would just think that Kobe would be like here, yeah, like 40 Bean? years later. You know what I'm saying? Like giving like a trophy to some folks named that the head or some shit. You know what I'm saying? And like. It, it was it was just it was like one of the things like Kobe can't die, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Kobe can't. It was like you could name I could name a, a thousand other like NBA players and shit over the yeah. side that that like oh oh what's name? Oh shit! You know what I'm saying even half the league if half the niggas in the league would have died, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. oh shit, that's that's fucked up, you know what I'm saying? But the Kobe shit was just Ill. I mean we don't really got a harp on it. It's just more like you know what I'm saying we probably. You know, mention his birthday and shit when that comes around. I'll say this. Give him some flowers. Go ahead. I'll say this. I'll say that, and I've, I've thought about this, and and so I don't know if I'm gonna articulate this right, but there was nothing that would have that really would have made Kobe like a predetermined superstar, except for sheer will. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he willed himself to where he was at. Like in the beginning, he was getting two piece by Chris Childs and. And, and airballing shots in the playoffs and shit at the in the grandest stage, like you know what I mean. There was nothing really there except for sheer will. Like I'm going to be the greatest, and like he did that shit. You know what I mean? Like he did. He put himself in the conversation of anybody. Like you always were gonna have to mention Kobe, and that I think that's just huge to me, man. That's that's just different. Not everybody has yeah, that in yeah. them. Yeah, you gotta think the win. When Kobe came in the league was at uh ninety six and she yeah, he was in that ninety yeah. that crazy ninety six draft. Yeah, and Iverson was running the world. Yeah. And nobody cared about Kobe. And I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm just saying like and at first it was like the Iverson draft. And like other players were like balling, but Kobe was coming off the bench for the first two years. Yeah. And really not getting too much time. It's funny, I remember you know when uh yeah, I remember it was uh, what was it, Eddie George? Eddie, yeah, Eddie, yeah, Eddie, yeah, Eddie George. No, was no, 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 it was Eddie no, Jones. Yeah, Eddie George was a football player. Yeah. Oh, my bad, <clears throat> my bad. Eddie Jones, yeah. I think I remember when uh, Jerry West, I mean, he was real broke up about uh, Kobe's passing and stuff. I remember, I think he mentioned trading dude, like, Kobe was like, yo, how you trading? It's like, yo, Kobe got to get more minutes, Kobe got to play. And, uh, nah, it's just, yeah, that that's like a, you know, that's a, Fucking uh, that's a classic draft, you know, arguably the best mm-hmm. NBA draft of all time. You know what I'm saying? With yeah. the yep. top, you know what I'm saying? 
And uh, I ain't got to run through all names, but we know like Nash. We know. Yep. Yeah, yeah, nigga, Ray Fuck Allen, Mar- Marbury you know and man? shit. Yeah, you Marbury, know what I'm saying? Like, good, all them niggas. And shit, yeah, it was a deep ass draft and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking league MVPs, Hall of Famers and shit. And uh, Kobe somehow, like, like you say, like he willed himself to being like a person whose name is like you can't talk to greats without talking Kobe. Like, and yeah. uh, coming in the league at a time when fucking Michael Jordan had pretty much made his stamp on the shit to the point where fucking everybody Kobe age or younger was, you know, trying to be Jordan and shit. This nigga actually became like Jordan, you know what I'm Jordan. saying? Yeah. And somehow, even after becoming like the best Jordan clone ever, he became more than that. You know what I'm saying? He became Kobe. Yeah. So he like Kobe. Mamba. That shit is, the black yeah, Mamba. Is, uh, the black Mamba. Yeah, right. nah, motherfucker was a killer, man. And, you know, God bless him and and his uh, daughter Gigi that passed, and everybody else was on the helicopter. You know, may they all like rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Yep. No Where, and then um, <clears throat> after celebrating, uh, we're talking about celebrating the life of Kobe Bryant. We um also received that Hank Aaron passed. Um, I believe at the age of 86, if I think. I think if I, if I remember correctly, that's the age that yeah, he passed close enough, if not. Yeah. Uh, you know, arguably one of the greatest baseball players of all time. Uh, the home run king until uh, Barry Lamar Bonds. No, 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 him, no, but... no, no, no. We ain't even got mentioned. We ain't even letting him do the fucking uh, Hall of Fame and shit. We ain't got mentioned. You know, fucking Hank Aaron. Nobody got into the Hall of Fame this year, and they really disrespecting Barry Bonds, who is the greatest baseball player to ever play in this. I get it. But like I don't wait. Let's let's talk. About, let's 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 give Hank his flowers and then let's, let's, let's talk yeah. about that because I didn't know I didn't know that until you they, said that. B. Yeah. Ahead, um, yeah nobody um, did. Go ahead. Um, you were gonna say something, Joe? In oh, regards nah, to Hank Aaron. No, nah, nah, I was just saying like uh, I just wanted to leave like that home run king like shit with like Hank Aaron because uh, I don't know you. I mean, I get it for this conversation. And, and, and thank you for this, yeah, because it's funny because I think uh, I mentioned uh, nobody got in the Hall of Fame and like the last thing. Mm-hmm. On like the, the list I put in there, it might have been actually yeah. add on at the end because uh yeah like like Barry Bonds is like an ill ass motherfucker you know what I'm saying and um you know all that shit but like fucking Hank Aaron yo fucking yeah. just thinking about like all of yeah how how his name is like all over the fucking like the fucking uh, record books and shit like that and to think about like what he had to go through when he was mm-hmm. fucking. Breaking like the Bruce record. Bruce record, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga was a drunk and a racist guy. Yeah, nah, I just, yeah, just so like here's the, the thing about that. Oh, my bad. Oh. I don't mean to cut you. Go ahead, Joe. No, go ahead. No, you go. Go ahead. So here's the thing about that, man. Um, and and like you were alluding to, the like America was on his head. This is a, this is baseball. It's the great American pastime, and they were. Hank Aaron was getting death threats right and left. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, just the bravery to actually swing and hit that shit, hit that home run and pass the record is one thing. And then the man starts circling the bases. And he got all the death threats. The FBI had already is already on warning. They're everywhere. They're trying to protect him or whatever, right? And these two drunk dudes come on the field. And just run, and all they wanted to do is tap him on the back. But I know he had to be petrified when that happened. Yeah. And then he two gets white dudes. through it all. Yeah, two white <clears> dudes. <throat> but then, but 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 Alex, just 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 bear this with me, real quick, okay? And then he gets through that all, and he gets to the end, and he gets to the home plate, and the first person that greets him. I know his teammates were all circling around, but the first person to actually grab him was his mom. His mother broke breaks through the crowd and grabs him and holds him and says. If they're gonna shoot you, they're gonna have to shoot three with me first. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like that the whole Hank Aaron mm. story, like that, just that feeling, like that shit just means so much to me. I don't know why, but you feel something about that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 you could say it's just sports, but he got a standing ovation in the deep, deep south. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and, and I, that's not my line. That was said by Howard Cosell when he announced it right after that happened when Hank Iron was, was um, circling the bases. 
when he was heading to home base, mm-hmm. he said he said he's getting a standing ovation in the deep. A black man is getting a standing ovation in the deep South after beating one of uh, one of the greatest and most hailed records in America's pastime. It's it meant something bigger than anything else, and his life was still on the line. And then his mom just. It was just, it, it's all something to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to put it into words correctly because you could just tell the story and, it, and you feel it. You know what I mean? It's all just something. Yeah, and, just, and I was listening, I was actually listening, um, you know, like I always say, I was listening to sports radio. The person who caught Hank Aaron's um, ball pause to, uh, in the bullpen, it was a, a, you know, a ragabond pitcher named Tom House. And he was talking about what happened he said we knew that it could possibly happen this day he said we were all lined up in the in the dugout whenever he got up we all kind of took a a space he said literally the ball was hitting i never had to move it could it would have knocked me out if i didn't catch it he says and i he said we all were standing there and he said we saw these kids referring to what you were talking about bs he was running the bases he says we don't know what happened he said we all ran out because we thought something was about to happen and we didn't yeah. understand, you know, uh, even though the kids were just, because I think years later, they found those kids and they were just saying they were just so happy they just ran on the field. Yeah. He said, but we didn't know what was going on. He said, we just, he said, it might as well have been a fight. And you know how all the people come yeah. from the dugout. He said, that's what we did. We just ran. He said, I don't even remember. After I caught the ball, he said, I don't remember anything that happened in between that. He says, because we were just on high alert. He said, if you ever go back and look at that video, he said, there were cops in our dugout. And we all, they ran out and we ran out behind them. He said, the next thing I knew, I was giving him the ball. I don't, he said, I don't remember what happened in between. And he was just talking about the, the moment was just so surreal and scary at the same time. And that moment, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's ever been a movie made about that, but it feels like there should be a movie made about that. There, there, there feels like there should be a movie made about maybe be. that year and that moment, because that is a pivotal moment, not only in his career, but I think in baseball history. And also because, for right or for wrong, Hank Aaron was always downplayed. You yeah, know what I'm he was like a lot. He, yep. Like, like even even though he was the home run king mm-hmm. for several years, like people still talked about Babe Ruth. Yep. You know what I mean? Like it, it yeah. didn't make any sense. Yeah, Hank Aaron was <clears throat> severely downplayed for whatever. Yeah, he does. He does. He needs to be uh, immortalized. I'm sure now. In his passing, it'll come up, but he should have been immortalized and given his flowers while he so was uh, just, while he was still here. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So I can just throw this out there. So this is the big thing that that um, the reaction to Hank Aaron's uh, passing brought out was he had just took that COVID shot, the vaccine. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they out here, yeah. they, and, and they're trying to say it could been it could have been anything because they wanted all these these um, named figures. To do it, right? You know what I mean. To help, I think, to help bring yeah, I think who, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think who else did it? Andrew Young or something like that. But yeah, they were trying to do because you know the black community was the most affected by this COVID, and then the black community is the most skeptic, skeptics, the biggest are the biggest skeptics when it comes to things like that, like the vaccines and just taking a shot that you know what I mean that you're told to take by the government, like you know. So they've been trying to get people to to. Uh, uh, Kind of promote it and get it out there and get more information mm-hmm. out there in the black community. And I'm 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 in a different space than I initially was with the vaccine. I'm you know I hate to go on a tangent with this, but it kind of brought brought us here. And like the vaccine, first after I talked to several people, like and they they put me on to like what CRISPR technology was, and like how CRISPR technology is is has is not new. It's been here for over a decade, and it, they wanted to use it to like solve and cure all of all of our um diseases and shit and if you look at all the crispr stocks like they're through the roof like over a thousand percent growth and just in the last year right it's crazy like so niggas knew you know what i mean but anyway but the crispr technology what it is 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 that um is that with with your um like it, it mimics what bacteria does what bacteria does is if something attacks or attacks the bacteria it memorizes that thing so that it's prepared to block it the next time. It, it builds a firewall. Like, okay, I know what this thing is, so this thing is not allowed in. You know what I mean? And that's what this CRISPR technology is doing to your cells. It's, it's, it's um, reprogramming your RNA to say, oh, I know this COVID is 
and I'm not allowing it back in. You know what I mean? And they want to use it to cure all types of diseases from cancer to, to all types of shit. You know what I mean? And so I understand that. And I've talked to a lot of very intelligent people who have no problem with taking the vaccine. And then, you know what I mean? And then, like, there's the thing. I, we brought it up here before, like, what Chris Rock said. It was like, well, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know what the hell is in Tylenol, but I take it. And I know my head feels better. You know what I mean? So, like, there is... There are intelligent reasons to take the, the vaccine. I'm still kind of a skeptic just because whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I just, the other side never really gets brought up, especially around black people. We just reflexively said, nah, you know what I mean? And yeah. I feel like we, we could explore it a little bit more. Not everything is, is a Trojan horse. I think um, me and B were probably about maybe two or three weeks ago, we're in a clubhouse conversation i can't remember that gentleman's name i know he was i know he held public office at one point or he was still oh yeah yeah i know he took it and he kind of gave i think I, I liked what he had to say about it and i liked his perspective on it and it made me think and i like those perspectives that because i'm like you i'm like oh, okay i don't know i'll see i'm not against it but i'm like in the middle but I, I liked what he had to say. Like he made me feel more comfortable with it, and I liked the perspective that he had around it as well. I can't remember everything oh, right. he said, but he had—he definitely had great perspective on it. Perspective. I don't yeah, think he really said much. Yeah. I think it was me really just saying all the shit I just said. Well, look, that conversation, yeah. everything that came out of that conversation, <laughs> however it was, but I just know I came out of that conversation like, ah, yeah. oh, okay, it made me, made me do it. Was it was basically this conversation. conversation. Oh, you were there? Be? Okay, yeah. you, I mean, Joe. Yeah, okay, well, it was just, literally yeah. me saying what I just said on the pod right now. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> it was a lot. It just was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All he said was, all he said was, I took it, so I was, so our people would know that, you know, we should be yeah. taking this and stuff. I took it, and then Brian said some smart shit. And he like, yeah, and it's like, it's like, yeah, you know. I mean, now nah, you know, shout out to him though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, um, but we can stay right here. Yeah, we can stay right here. Um, in terms of COVID, and um, the NBA did lose somebody you know, part of its family in terms of from the uh, reporter's role, Sekou Smith, who died at the age of 48. I wasn't mm-hmm. aware. I, that never, I don't think I've ever mm-hmm. seen him, but I knew the, I knew the name. I had yeah. seen like some of the reports in terms of tweets and things that were retweeted by other people in terms of what he was saying. Um, Sekou Smith was a longtime NBA reporter and television analyst. He died after a battle with COVID. He was 48 years old, survived by his wife, Heather, and three children, Gabrielle, Riley, and Cameron. I don't really want need to go through this thing. I know he worked for NTV. He did go to HBCU out of Jackson State and started his career there and then uh, covering the Indiana Pacers. Um, no, no, no. Well, he's from Grand Rapids, Michigan, if that's what you're talking about. Yeah, but, no, no, um, but I feel, I feel like, I, I, he, but he was in a state for a real long time. Because he had a real close plug in, I, I was going to say Chicago, but it might have been Indiana. Okay. Yeah, so, and Indiana is right there. It's like about where Chicago. So he covered Indiana first and then covered the Atlanta Hawks before Atlanta, going to Turner Storch and then moving on to uh, ESPN. So we were talking about COVID, and I know I had... um. Like put like I was kind of shocked because I was like, wait, I never even heard he was sick or anything like that. Then the next thing was like, oh, he's gone. I was like, damn, B. Yeah. Cool, but I just wanted to mention that since we were talking about COVID and things like that. So. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and what's his name died of COVID? Um, right. COVID. Uh, Larry um, King. Uh, oh, I didn't know that he died a lot. Um, COVID. Yeah. I know he passed yeah, away. Uh, well, he died. He died. I mean, thank God, passed away. His brother passed away. Uh, Larry King died. You know I'm saying it's like mm-hmm. chickens kind of home to roost and shit. You know, shout out to that one. That's nigga, but, um, Joe is crazy. Nah, but yeah, you know, R.I.P. to, you know, uh, Larry King and shit. But, uh, Damn, yeah, so Larry King died of, of COVID, though? I'm gonna look it up. Y'all can keep talking. I'll look. I'm looking for another Yeah. I'm not lying. COVID. No, no, I didn't say you didn't lie. I just didn't, I didn't know. You know, he's old. So I didn't even that didn't yeah, even yeah, yeah. I just thought he died of some old shit. Like Yeah, he was eighty seven, so I, I hadn't even thought about COVID or anything like that. Oh well, well let me see. I see something saying that it wasn't COVID. But everybody's saying he was diagnosed with COVID. Maybe he died of some other shit. But uh I don't know. 
Oh, yeah. Well, okay. I see what you say. It says it was revealed that King had been hospitalized 10 days earlier in LA hospital for testing positive for COVID. And then January 23rd, he died at Cedar Sinai Medical Center. But they didn't give, like, they allude to it, but they don't give a definite cause of death. So I, mean, I see I why you make the connection. If you, if you owe this shit and they hit you to the hospital for, like, COVID and then you die, I mean, right. I'm blaming I'm making the connection. COVID, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you owe the shit, so maybe it was like God doing other shit, you know, just having your oldness take you out, you know what I'm saying? But I believe it was the COVID, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, we ain't got to talk too much about Light King, man. You know, he, he gone. God bless. Yeah. But, uh, Good yeah, Hank, Classic yeah, Prince interview. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, what's his name, man? Larry Hank, King. Yeah, yeah, but I'm going to tell you the genius of Larry King. Ah, uh, okay. That nigga... Had, he, you had to be a, a white man that knew somebody to get that type of job. Because he ain't really ever ask. He didn't really talk. Like, he would ask a question and then stare at a nigga. Like, there's not a lot of words from Larry King. Just, just you know, his voice. And he would just ask a question. So, what happened when this? And then he just stared. So, it'd be like, either you talk or it's dead air. You know what I mean? It just... Mm-hmm. Like the average motherfucker couldn't get a job like that and get cachet and shit. It's just it's just different. There's something else there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Lion King, man. He made a lot of money and shit. And like you said, there really mm-hmm. wasn't much to him. And uh all besides <laughs> that, besides that, he got married to about like seven, eight different chicks and shit. He was always yeah. getting married and shit. So shout Young out to him, man. Yeah, shout out to him, man. I mean, you know, shout out to him, you know, you know, Hank Aaron passed. And we want that uh, Hank Aaron biopic. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and it's ill. I got since we got we're talking about the HBO Max and shit stuff, whatever. Before I was on HBO Max, just uh, scrolling through like some shit. I was like, oh shit, the shop. There's a couple episodes of the shop I see. And uh, it was like the first episode of like season three. The second episode was the Obama shit, but this first episode of season three, it had uh, had Chadwick in there and shit, man. Had Tiffany Haddish, yeah. had uh, uh, what's uh, Patrick Mahomes, Trey Young, fucking uh, oh, Roddy Ricks. Yeah, I didn't see that one, but uh, but I just saw it today. So I was like, oh man, they had Chad with it and shit. And he was yeah. looking, you know, he was looking slimmer and shit. I didn't really see much of him. It's just like, damn, just knowing like, you know, that that was one of like the last like things that he did for he had passed and shit. Is Kevin Hart foul if he still does Uptown Saturday Night and find somebody else? You know, it's funny. I thought about that shit. And it's like, who the fuck are you getting, yo? I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't, I know. There's somebody out there. That's a whole other story. I mean, but I don't know. You gotta get, you gotta get Denzel, son. I'm about to say Denzel, son, too. That was first in my mind. That's the only one. Denzel, son. He might answer for everything, like that. Chad, we can't do. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, well yeah. and because it, it has to be somebody with cash. He's on that trajectory. He's the only one. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's on the trajectory. Cash. Well, it's not yeah. trajectory. He's there. Like it's he's, he's the only one with cachet. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan is too. Will Smith. Is, yeah, Will but he. Yeah, I was about to say Will Smith could Will do Smith it, is. but Will Smith is too funny. Like he's too, yeah, he's too funny. Michael B. Jordan is too Will Smithish and fucking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would have fucking. to be the Denzel kid. We yeah. call him the Denzel kid. My bad. Jamie Foxx too old. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fox would uh, kill yeah. it though, but uh, you know it is what it is. We'll see uh, what Kevin does with that, since he owns the rights. I'm sure that they're gonna do something with it. Yeah, but um, I did think of that though. <clears throat> yeah, me too. Moving on to something that's a little bit more uh, happy, kind of get away from uh, morbid things. Ashanti and Keisha Cole finally, finally uh, had their verses. I was incoherent somewhere doing something stupid so I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Um so I'll let you guys I'll let one of you guys um whoever wants to start talk about it. Because from what I understood it didn't have it, it kinda died down and maybe Ashanti played played it right by kept, kept postponing and by the time they got in the room. Well hold the, on the, the man Ashanti won. I don't know what the mm-hmm. fuck you talking about. About no, no, no. I'm talking about that, but it was on Keisha that everybody was kind of like, nah, well, she's gonna that, smoke her. Yeah, but and she didn't I, want it, but maybe she did it right. But go ahead, B. Yeah, niggas was all trying to, to hate Keisha and all the rest of that, and rightfully yeah. so. Keisha has the heart, she has the passion and shit. Like, yeah, that. but it's, 
here's the thing with this thing, yo. Ashanti was masterful. When Ashanti sat down early, um, then by the time Keisha came in there, Ashanti switched it up and was like, nah, I'll go second, you go first, sis. And I feel like the game changed at that moment because we got to see Ashanti like sit there and, and like be like a boss and then respond to everything Keisha put out. Like it was like, yeah. oh, you got a Tupac song? <laughs> me too, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like she just would respond to everything, and it was like I don't know if Ashanti would have been able to do that or would have had had that before um, if she would have went first. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't know yeah. if it would have looked the same because like if if Love comes on after um, the shit that Keisha played with with that with, with the um, the LL Cool J beat on there, the I shot you beat. Like if Love comes on after yeah. that. Then it's like, uh, love wins. But when Ashanti was playing the song she was playing after the Keisha shit, she was winning like most of them shits. Yeah. Like, like most of them shits. Like Ashanti was just winning, and it was just masterful because she got to go second. Yeah, I mean the whole thing, like you know, it was a, uh, it 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 didn't hit the way the shit would have hit if they would have did the shit. When we was yeah. everybody was like soup for it, you know what I'm saying? Because shit, like we had forgot that the motherfucker was out. Because I, I think I, I was like, yo, the fucking Ashanti Keisha Cole shit started like a half hour. I think he was like, you Word. told me like, yeah, and I, was, <laughs> and I started a few minutes beforehand. So you know, and that was some shit. We was all like, you know, going to sit down and like watch and shit, like fucking some folks had parties behind it and shit like that. But um, yeah, it was just, it was to me, it was like Ashanti just. I mean, both the motherfuckers was late. You know what I'm saying? All right, that's cool. But Ashanti was like maybe like an hour late or 45 minutes late. And she then she was sitting there and then he was going through track shit like that. And she looked cute as shit because she Ashanti. She always going to look cute as shit. And then like an hour or so after Ashanti was sitting there just playing some like, like not even throwaway tracks, tracks we kind of knew just that, whatever shit. Then Keisha run up in there. Uh... With the titties you know, flopping so the out of something. Titties is out. Yeah, yeah, looking like she just... Yeah, Keisha really ran there like she just, you know, like somebody had her on the corner like sucking about a dozen dicks before, you know what I'm saying? She had to like go on stage and she looked like fucking frazzled and shit. And she sat down and then like I heard her, I mean, the, the audio, I mean, I heard people talking about the audio wasn't right all the way with her shit. Yeah. She wasn't sounding yeah, as good yeah. as she should have sounded when she was singing. But um, but Brian was right. Yeah, Shanti was like, nah, you go first, sis. And then it was like, then fucking uh, Keisha played this shit. She tried to sing a little bit. It kind of sounded a little bad, you know what I'm saying? And then Shanti came in there with her little shit. And it was like a little dance. Oh, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. I know how you feel, sis. When it's blah, 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 you just got to. Then she'd play a song. And it was like, mm-hmm. okay. It was like perfect response. And then like through the first half. It was like a shanty just, you know, kind of bodied and shit. And uh, and it was, it, then it just kind of like went on and shit. You know what I'm saying? It, uh, and, oh, my bad. Nah, nah, nah I'm, I'm done pretty much. Yeah, no. And, and you could tell Ashanti was, was like a boss too. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And, and what really didn't help Keisha is she was sucking Ashanti off too. Like, Ashanti, just don't beat me too bad. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm gonna get washed in this. Like little shit like that. It gave me, uh, it gave me, uh, uh, Ross and Chains vibes and shit. I I started feeling that because, like you said, Ashanti was sitting there looking perfect and she was all bossed up sitting in a chair. And they both had them dope ass thrones and shit. Keisha's even had a name on the top of it, but it was just Ashanti was like the boss and like. There was a point where Chains was telling like Ross, like, yo man, you picking on me, man, and stuff like that. And Keisha was kinda of had the same shit. So like Ashanti, like she just won like the whole appearance of it and just the way she carried herself and shit. And it really felt like, you know what I'm saying, like a fucking like a true pro boss chick versus yeah. like, you know, like the people's chat, like a power versus Rocky. And shit, like, but the first one, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, fuck yeah. Yeah, but, but Ant was in there. 
checking and shit. I think he was actually keeping score for real, for real, for a long stretch. So, how do you feel about this shit, Ant? I mean, I mean, it, it was what it was. I thought it'd be better, but the moment, like, once it got past ten, and I'm like, Ashanti's up, and she didn't really play her like murder in kids. I'm like, well, this shit's probably over. It was like. I expected more, and I think the thing with Versus is always going to come down to it just works better when they're in the same room. I mean, just literally sound-wise. I can't really remember one when they had them in separate places and it came off like sounding good or so on and so forth because you're trying to sing and get the vocals right and everything else to that degree. I mean, Keisha said that basically she was there on time, but the connection wasn't right, the sound wasn't right, she couldn't see Ashanti, so on and so forth. I'm like, it, like the shit is at eight thirty. Like, shouldn't you be there before then, get all this shit worked out, and dragging everybody else out for an hour and going on and on and so on and so forth. Like I said, when she le- went in the, the first half, I think she played love and she played like um, heaven sin or whatever. I'm like, yeah, those yeah. are those are later hits. That that's some shit you keep in a tuck. Like for later on, those are the ones you play. You know, you know, twelve like round twelve on. Like she came out with those and she was still losing. I'm like shit. I'm like, oh, this ain't going to be good. I was doing it with some other people. It was like, oh, you know, Keisha Cole up. Like, like they had Keisha up like 7-3 like in the first round. Like, I don't see what y'all seeing, but I get it. If you want a particular sound, a particular bop, you're going to like Ashanti. If you like kind of like, you know, the Dallas Story, Mary J. Blige version, you're going to roll Keisha shit. So I can see how the, the different perspectives lied on it. Um I'm interested in what they're saying that they want to do next because Swiss had an interview today. Like they they want to somehow, some way, pull off a Tupac and Biggie one, which I don't know how that shit will go. But I think that's one of their matches that they, they're trying to cook up and create somehow. Tim said he had ideas, so I guess they're talking about it. And I have no idea who's next. I just want some a little better than this. Not any shade to either one of them. I thought for for what it was. And all the delays, I, I guess you could say they did the best that they could. But what I'm going to say is that I need something a little bit more exciting in the next matchup. I don't know what it would be, but it got to be something a little bit better than this. Well, you know, like right after, you know how Swiss and Tim get on their uh, Instagram, like right after and shit. Um, I don't know what this, what's going to be next, but they seem like before they even want to, like, you know, how to be like, oh, you know, shout salute these queens, this, that, whatever. First thing they was the first thing like Swiss team he's on, like, yo, we got the next shit. It's gonna be fire. It's like he had to like double back and like, you know, salute these these queens for, you know, putting on the show and shit. But I feel like the next one or maybe the one after that or some shit, I feel like they got something big. And like I I, I wanna see how it goes off and shit. But if they did a biggie versus pop one, that would be interesting. I don't know who the but it'd be it'd be it'd be tricky. Like who do I care to see? representing Biggie and Pop, like, if they had, like, you know, Puff representing Big, that would be dope, but who the fuck would, like, want to, I don't want to see, like, some bum-ass nigga from the Outlaws, you know. Humpty Hump, yeah. nigga, what you talking about? Humpty Hump could come out there and represent Pop. Yeah, all right. But, Stop uh, what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. You know that nigga gonna come out there and hold Pop. Shock G gonna come out there and hold that Pop. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm the, uh, the one that put yeah, the sand in your panties. Never do a yeah. that can handle. The shit is with Dre. It's like, how much of pop did Dre really like produce? I think for real? two like, songs or some shit. Yeah, then I mean, because Pac was dissing Dre. Like, and Pac, Pac ain't even really from the West Coast, California, like that. So, you know what I'm saying? You had to have like, fuck it. I mean, I don't know. You had to have like a Pac's not have, from like, nowhere, so it. it it, it, you know what I mean? It probably could be one of them outlaw niggas. You have an outlaw nigga like Lil C's and shit. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. Yeah. It would have, I don't it would know. have to be Puff. And I don't know if Puff would sit down to fucking. Where outlaw niggas are still alive? R.P. Fatal, R.P. Gaddafi. You'd be like, what, Edi Amin or something? The nigga that live out here. Yeah. Um, the yeah. nigga with the. Uh, the nigga with the big cranium pause. Nah, he died. He, I think he died. That's who. Um, that's who. Fatal Hussein. He passed away. 
He lived next to um he lived over there on Maple Ave right across the street from the park, Joe. Yeah, fatal I know I know Fatal Pass, bro. King of my no, 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 no. I said I said he lived. I didn't say Oh no, 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 I'm not talking about Fatal Hussein. It's not Fatal Hussein no. I'm talking about. Yeah, it's another nigga. And yeah, he I played himself that. in the movie. He lived out here. Yeah, I'm saying it's one of my niggas. I'm talking about fatal, but yeah, that'd be that would be something. But it'd be like, yeah, you, they'd have to maybe have a half a dozen niggas playing pop shit. Had that Jada, Snoop, and whoever the fuck else shit playing pop songs. Then he went like even like care, you know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, nah. Um, but the verses, yeah, I think the main thing that killed the shit was that it got pushed back for like so long, and also I guess not being in the same spot. But it was really just like. Idi Amin, my bad. That's what that's what I said. Idi Amin. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, man, like fucking uh, the Ashanti Keisha Cole shit was. I'm glad they finally just got the bitch over. You know what I'm saying? Got the shit over. And uh, yeah, that is what it. But yeah, I, I assume the next verses is gonna be dope. J versus Big would be dope though. And J with the, I mean, no, I know everybody wants to see J versus Nas, but J kill that nigga. They had to be mm-hmm. Jay. Yo, Nas gotta go see like another type of nigga, like you know what I'm saying? Like let Nas go see like KRS one or some shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? That that'd be some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Cause Jay gotta see a real nigga that, you know what I mean? They Nas versus like Fat Joe or some shit. Yeah, Nas versus like Nas and Fat Joe, that'd be alright. But yeah, Fat Joe will bar him up with hits though. Yeah, shout out to Fat Nas Joe. Got yo. enough. Yeah, he just got it. Yo, that's another thing from the Ashanti shit. They dropped another Fat Joe hit, and that shit, he 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 took that that little Rihanna sample and made that yeah. shit hot in the streets. What is it that could they do the mashups of DJ Amorphous and shit? I, I followed him on like uh, on YouTube. I remember when uh, it was like I think it was either on Thanksgiving or the day before Thanksgiving where he that was a little mashup that he had dropped and shit and uh. The uh, never too much along with uh, was it Kiss It Better off the anti yeah. album and shit, yep. and it was it was Kiss dope and shit, and I I remember it, you know what I'm saying, and actually played a bit, but then you know pretty much forgot about it because you know how music is and shit, and then like, they just had that shit ringing off during the Shanti battle like beforehand, during and shit, and like after, and uh, yeah, I seen the video they will be hearing it, yo. I know he he played he probably paid out his ass to get all them samples cleared, but he be hearing it, you know what I mean? It was yeah, a dope song. Man. It was worth it. And it's funny because they had Cool and Dre there, and uh, and the, I saw the video saying he shot Cool and Dre and had Khaled there. And I'm like, what the fuck is Cool and Dre and Khaled got to do with this shit? This was pretty much mm. like you rapped over this kid's mashup. Yeah, like the sample of the kid did the mashup and shit. And it was it was dope though. It was dope. Uh. I saw the video. Puff was in the video because he puffed, and uh, mm-hmm. and it was Matt Sorok and Delion and a couple of Bel Air Rose bottles there. So it felt like a big like commercial and shit for that shit. But uh, yeah, yo, Joe, Joe caught him one with that. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this is definitely a jam. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a go. You it's can't a, go. It's you, a can't, go. you can't go wrong with it. I mean, like that's a that's a dope Adriana song. And like Luther, that's a fucking that's, great sample. Yeah, that's damn that everybody favorite like Luther song. If you ain't talking about like you know the soulful ballad shit, you know what I'm saying? Just a bop and shit, never too much. Like that shit, niggas can't like sit still with that shit playing. So yeah, I mean that shit, it felt like the summer. And yeah, that, that was a shit. I'm like nigga, it's like then the snow, I'm like, not too long off there, and like, I got a shitload of snow last, uh, like, yesterday, right? Nah, it was like an inch. It was oh, further. it was like an inch. I oh, thought about more. that. I said, this shit look mad clean and mad summery and mad outside shit. And you're like, damn, nigga, we in the middle of quarantine. This five inches. Yeah, but that's when you drop it. Because look, like, so look yeah. you know how, so how long it takes a song to catch. By the time spring hit, you know what I'm saying? This shit going to be in the street. Yeah, motherfuckers in Miami, yeah. Yeah. That's when you drive it. Nah, I know. I was just like, damn, it's fucking. They look. Like, <clears throat> they look like they having mad fun. Puff is working on the album too, and he said he's in last train of uh, last train to Paris mode. So I can't okay. wait to hear what that shit's gonna sound like. 
He's been he's been on some real like nah I gotta come back. He looked like he was just done and you know just doing one also helping other people, but he, I guess he looked at the music landscape like fuck that I could definitely fit in here. Yeah, uh, yeah. So came with the like, he was about to drop. Um, I think it was uh, I guess Sunday night maybe Monday morning that there was a video that surfaced of Trey Songs. Fighting, fighting the cops at the AFC Championship game. It was the randomest shit that I think I saw. And I was like, wait, why is Trey Songs fighting at the AFC uh, Championship game? And I was like, I couldn't, I was trying to make the connection on why he was there or whatever. I'm assuming he was a fan because he wasn't, I was like, maybe he sang the national anthem or some shit. It wasn't none of that. He was just there. And I, I, I only saw, I only saw the one, I only saw the one video. I don't know if there were other videos that came out. It was obviously uh, released by Monday. Um, on ROR released on Monday after a little scuffle with the, with a with a five o. Um, I don't know. I don't really have a, I don't have a take on it because I don't know what really happened, what transpired outside that they said I he wasn't. I see that shit, but that shit stugged out though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah, he was on it. He was on. He was on. He was on. <laughs> what was that? Who was that? Ant? Yeah, it yeah. has to be. Niggas couldn't understand him. Oh. Nah. I- I ain't saying that. He just, I mean, he just defending himself. I don't think it was the cop was like trying to detain him. I think it was probably some bullshit. Like it, from what I read, it basically he was he was there and the fans was around him heckling him, whatever. Then the mm-hmm. cop came and instead of separating him from everybody else, he was like, "Well, you the problem." I'm like, "Well, they got the problem." So that's why they got to a little scuffle and Trey put him in a chokehold, so on and so forth. I get it. Yeah, that, that, yeah that's, that's, that's the story I had read, too. It said and it was just there, and the fans was fucking with him. And yeah, the they said the over. fans were, were messing with him because he wasn't following COVID-19 protocols. That's why they yeah. were surrounding him. Allegedly, that's the story. And they said when the officer came over there, shit, instead of, like, you know, I guess that's the escalated shift real kind of with a train, you know, train or bitch. I'm saying like fucking, you know, the nigga sing beautifully and shit, but like he ain't no bitch. Like he, he he been known to throw down and shit. So, shit, so. like fuck that shit. Try to yeah, trace some nigga though, fighting nigga. the cops though. He for real thug now. Yeah, man. God bless him and shit. Yeah, but now I don't think that's gonna come up because everybody acting like it was like fucking like self defense. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you know, and Trey Song's rich so. See what it is. Mm. <laughs> Ain't like you shot no bitch in the foot or nothing. Weird Canadian <laughs> shit. Like. <laughs> uh, movies, movies, movies. Cutthroat City. I heard. Well, I'll let Joe talk about it because I didn't see it, but and then I, I just heard, I heard interesting uh, comments hear about interesting this movie. Comments about it. Um, a couple rooms that I was in. But I don't want to say because you. I'm, I'm assuming that you wanted to bring it up because you had something yeah. to say about it. I'm sure Ant saw it. No, I didn't. Ant being bougie and shit. Here's the shit, yo. Here's the shit. I'm not really one to watch much shit that's like random and shit on like fucking Netflix and this other shit. I usually watch shit that I've seen before or that someone tells me is dope, right? But I was like, I was chilling and shit. I ain't really had nothing to do for like a couple hours. And I'm going there. And I'm flipping through shit, and I see the nigga that plays Shaolin Fantastic in, uh, was that, they, the Get Down and shit. Uh, I love that show. That was on Netflix. And he also mm-hmm. played uh, Raekwon on fucking uh, that Wu-Tang fucking uh, show or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, shit, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a watch this. Then I seen it had some niggas. I seen the other shit. Fucking the nigga that played the, um, uh, the nigga that played Pac and shit in, the Pac, in that terrible Tupac movie, uh, Darius Ship Jr., and also had uh, also had the boy that uh, that had that played the um, he was in Black Panther. He played the younger version of that lazy eyed motherfucker for us, Whitaker and shit's character. Uh, so I was like, oh shit, I seen these niggas before. And then I was looking, at the, then I was looking at like the cast. I was like, oh shit, they got Ethan Hawke in this bitch. They got Wesley Snipes. They got Ti. And I said, ah oh, shit, I'm gonna watch this shit. And I'm gonna say this, show. This was Riz's movie. He directed the bitch, and produced it. Whoever the fuck wrote it, wrote it. And it wasn't the best story, but the actors were like good, and 
it was an interesting story that they told. And I seen some motherfuckers ripping it, and I don't know mm-hmm. why. But the shit was actually good. I watched the motherfucker twice. And I wouldn't know why a motherfucker like Anthony watched anything, didn't watch fucking cut. What, what's it on? Where do you watch it? It's on Netflix. It was like top 10 or whatever and shit. And here's the premise oh, of the so movie. Oh, so I would have right? watched it. Here's the, here's the premise of the movie, right? Fucking, you got um, these four friends and shit, right? And the one dude is getting married and shit. Uh, and it's like, I swear it's like got to be like a day or the week. Do I want to hear this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to just tell you. Okay. Day of the, I'm not giving the movie away. It's like the day okay, or right. like two before like Katrina hit, right? And then it puts you in like a little post-Katrina, like right, like, like not too long after Katrina hit type shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When niggas are struggling, this, that, whatever. And uh, the one dude, he's a uh, he's an artist and shit. He's like a like a comic artist or graphic artist or whatever shit like that. And he's trying to get on and shit. And uh, he got a wife and he got a son. And it's like, yo, this shit ain't working for him. He got his friends; they ain't doing that well either. And it's like, okay, we got to make something happen. And then a series of events go on and shit. Where he niggas pull off some little job and shit. And then the shit just goes wrong. And then you kind of go through the movie. And like, see what happens after this. And I say this: they got crooked cops in it. They got Ti playing nigga. They got Vitiligo, and uh, they should even got Terrence Howard in the shit for some reason. And it has like it has it has really like solid actors in the shit. And it was it was a it was a good movie for what it was. And I think it is really watchable. Fucking. For all the niggas that ripped the shit, I seen like dumb niggas ripping the shit. The shit got like a fucking seventy rating on fucking Rotten Tomatoes and shit, and it was good. It was. It was I just like the fact. It, I oh my it. bad, I'm sorry. I didn't mean, cut you. Um, go ahead. You just like the fact. Joe. Yeah. It's is that go ahead? I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, like yeah, said, no, go ahead. Oh, cause I was oh. Switch, I was gonna switch it up though, cause you know what I mean, like. First off, you said why oh, no, is Terrence okay, no, Howard saying, ma- matter like, in it? And I, was I don't like, know he why. why, why, why I'm gonna ask Ant okay. why he didn't watch it. Yeah. Ant, why didn't you watch it? I had shit to do. <laughs> nigga, no, you didn't. Nigga, you never. This had nigga shit lying, to do, yo. This nigga watch everything, yo. <laughs> nah, nobody want to hear that. You shit watch everything. You watch nah, everything, yo. Nah, I had, nah, I'm gonna watch it now, but I had shit to do. All okay, right, so you're gonna watch it now. I get you. It's funny. Alex talking about he's seen niggas ripping the shit. I've seen some fucking dumbass nigga from Memphis and shit. That's one of our friends on like fucking Facebook. He's been able to post about it and all the other dumbass niggas. Like, yeah, that movie was trash. It was trash. Well, nigga, fuck you, niggas. Yo, critics like the fucking movie. I like the movie. And so, <laughs> this shit was like good. And I would watch this shit again because, like I said, like, RZA, this was a really good effort from RZA and it had like some really good actors in it. And this shit was like somewhat captivating. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, y'all niggas ever see Love Beat the Hell Out of Me? No. No. It's with all these niggas in it. It's like four niggas in it. You would know the niggas if you've seen them. One of them was Terrence Howard. He was younger at the time. Yo, if you ever get a chance, watch this shit. Terrence Howard told this one story. I don't mean to throw it off, but Joe mentioned Terrence Howard. I was like, this is why Mm -hmm. I feel like Terrence Howard belongs to everything. He told this one story because in the movie, like, Terrence Howard is this jaded nigga. He just be dissing women, like, the whole time. I women ain't shit, right? <laughs> and, and this one story, right, he tells, he was like, he's like, yeah, I was messing with this one woman. And, and then, um, I left her, and then I left her, except for two things. I left her a, tooth, a toothbrush and a Polaroid. And then the nigga said, what was on the Polaroid? It's like, a picture of her toothbrush sticking out the crack of my ass. <laughs> I was like, oh, this, nigga, this nigga the most thorough nigga ever, man. I want Terrence Howard in every movie because he slices through stuff. Terrence Howard is brilliant. He's brilliant. Yeah. yeah, I was, um, I couldn't remember the name of Nate Parker's movie because um, I wanted to revisit it because I know Anthony want to talk about it till people got, till some of us got to see it. And I just put in Nate Parker because I wanted to remember the name of the movie. Yo, putting in Nate Parker's name in Google, nothing mm-hmm. came up about the movie. Only thing that came up was his rape scandal. I was like, what the yeah. fuck? I was like, 
I, I mean, that's random, but I was just like, God damn. But anyway, Wait. did anybody get to see um, American Skin? I know we talked, we didn't talk about it because I know Ant wanted to say we wanted to wait to talk about it until somebody else saw it and could, you know, have, have some, uh, maybe a different perspective about it. If not, we could either talk about it now or maybe save it again. Okay. Yes. Yeah, and do you want to, all right, you want, you want to, you want to wait on it, Ant? Yeah, we can save it. I'm cool with that. Okay. What's it, what's it on again? Is it on? I think it's on Amazon. It's like, it's like on demand. Oh, it's on right, demand. Oh. Okay. Uh, that's why niggas ain't watch it yet. Exactly. Right. I, I didn't go to the bootleg machine yet. Yeah. <laughs> Star Nate Parker. It's got that nigga that need to play Ghost. And Mike Hardwick and um some niggas I never heard of and shit. All right. Yeah, and then um Friday at the I think it's a is it excuse me, is it Friday, the little things on HBO Max and with a Denzel? Yeah. Okay, that's Friday. coming out on Friday. Hey, little thing with Denzel on HBO Max and Malcolm and Marie on Netflix. Malcolm and Marie. What's Malcolm well, and Marie? It's a oh, movie that black. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Hey, hey. Quarantine with Zendaya and um, John David Washington. Oh, um, okay. They wrote they in the writer script over quarantine, and I think the director and Zendaya they were, they talked it through and. They gave it over to John. He's like, yeah, we can do it. So it's like, it's basically like the premise is he's like, I think a, like a film director, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And he wins an award. And what happens is when he wins the award, he doesn't thank his his wife, which is Zendaya. Mm-hmm. So then they get home and that leads into a whole bunch of other shit. So they kind of just, they're like, I guess, a like a, an apartment or house or whatever. And they shut all the shit inside there. So. It looks interesting. I give it a shot. I try to support black. Yeah, no, I'm definitely oh, gonna I'm watch not. it. It's John David Washington Zendaya. and Zendaya. Yeah. Yo, Zendaya is my favorite actor. I I think I've said it here before. Like I feel like she's yeah. literally the best actor right now. I I do, and I don't. You just gotta watch her and and just just pay attention to what I'm saying. Like I really feel like Zendaya is the best actor right now. I, I never put watch Euphoria. Good, yeah, I, that's exactly why I never push back on that at all. Cause she yeah. was just amazing in Euphoria. Like, so, to, and to you know that. what really did it to me? You know, what really did it, and I and I know like the whole show and ever cetera, but what really really did it was when she played the detective. Like when she was in her head and she was playing that detective yes. scene, and like gotcha. I just felt everything mm-hmm. she was doing. I was like, holy shit! Like, yo, that's not. That's, yeah, that's different. That's, that's not easy, and like. Yeah, that's different. You watch it for like that, that whole hour. She just pulls you in. He's watching like yeah. mesmerized. Like, damn, she's just good. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I mean, you guys have been talking about it. And I know she won. I forgot what award she won. I think she won the award. Was it offered based off Euphoria? The award she got? Probably. Mm-hmm. Best actress. I think it was. But it's just interesting watching a lot of these um these uh, actors that come from that Disney platform or Nickelodeon platform, and then to try and you know, change their career so they're not pigeonheld into a specific type role or, or typecasted and things like that. And yeah. she looks like one that's been that's made a great move in terms of moving. She's that doing and, you know. perfectly. I don't know. Yeah. Like here, I be looking at her trying to figure out if she's attractive or not. I don't know. Like you ever look at her and think like, what do you be? Th- you don't think she's unattractive, but like well, you ever look at her and be thinking, do you think she's unattractive? I think that she's not like she's not my kind of pretty. Like there was yeah, a, she's not my kind of pretty. Good point. Like what's that movie? Um, Blow. The movie Blow, right? It had uh had a uh, Penelope. Cruz, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. She's and, in quiet taste. And Penelope Cruz is like I would not say Penelope Cruz isn't a pretty lady, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't jump out the window and say she's fine or nothing. But yeah, to some yeah. motherfuckers, she might be like the finest motherfucker in the world. And uh, uh-huh. and the young chick Zendaya and shit is like fucking almost like maybe the same thing, you know what I'm saying? Like she's she's yeah. a pretty girl. Was she my type of pretty? Like nah, uh, yeah, I was I get you. not really, but you know. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Good point. Yeah. Um, as always, though. No. no. <laughs> Uh, coming out the weekend, we now have our Super Bowl. Uh, actually, um, as always, contestants. 
Uh, <laughs> Chiefs and Bucks, first time a Super Bowl will be played in a home, that a team that is hosting the Super Bowl will be playing in the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady, so we'll talk about that more. Uh, next week after the game, um, the NBA, should the NBA have an all-star game? I mean, no. they're not. So. Well, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know what the answer was. No, ahead, no, 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 no. That's the shit that they've been kicking around. Like they've been kicking around because they're going to do the voting, of course. Like you know, ceremoniously at least. But they've been kicking around the idea of having a game in Atlanta during that five day break and shit in March. And uh, that's like with the big shit. Like folks is like saying, should they play the game? And you know, some folks are like, yo, you got people. That you know that this may be the first time they get voted to fucking all star game and maybe the only mm. time they get in. So yeah. you know maybe they'll want to play. But and again, you got niggas like you know you got niggas like LeBron who go to whatever yeah. the fuck number one or some shit like that. And then niggas like Giannis and maybe like Steph and shit who been to him going to keep going to him. Do they want to like risk being around a whole bunch of like niggas from like different teams and shit? Because what they be like what twelve niggas from from like 12 niggas from around the league and shit. Sure, you got a couple of niggas might be from the same team, but you want to have at least like 15 different teams or so, maybe even more like represented and shit. So it's like, is it worth the risk of having a motherfucker coming from whatever the fuck team and shit and this team, that team, whatever, just for this one game and shit. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah. I think they should do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel as though and motherfuckers can do that, like, you know, contact tracing shit, do them rapid yeah. tests, have that shit, whatever. It would be, it would be cool to see these motherfuckers play that game, because it's been an exciting game, you know what I'm saying, like, the past couple, how many years and shit, motherfuckers going out there showing out, and I think it would be dope, you know what I'm saying? I'm I always for more basketball. Yeah. And, like, and I want to see who starts, and I like to see people play together. And, you know what I mean, finally you might get to see Kyrie and Durant together win a game. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, now that shit be interesting. But it's like, yeah, I mean, fuck that COVID shit. Y'all niggas been pretty good with the shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just make sure you don't, yeah, just uh, yeah. do that shit. Yeah, fuck that shit. Fuck that shit, as always. Fuck that shit. We had touched on it earlier, we were talking about Hank Aaron and shit, but Kai wanted to like, you know, mention it again, like, nobody mm-hmm. uh, got voted on by the fucking, uh, by the uh, reporters and shit for the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 but Bond was anybody at? Huh? Bond got oh, the Bond highest, he was like 61%. Well, well, Kurt Schilling was the highest, he was like 70-some percent, whatever, and shit. Oh, yeah, uh, no, the, no, Kurt, Kurt Schilling was the fuck out of here. here. No, and no, then, you, heard uh, what, you heard what happened with Kurt Schilling, right? Yeah, the nigga yeah. said he don't want to be on there anymore. He had a whole temper tantrum. He said, I don't care if the writers don't want to roll me in. I never really thought I was a Hall of Famer, but it, um, but players say that I am. And so I'm going to go by the players, and I don't, I don't respect your writer shit. Like, nigga had a whole temper tantrum about this shit. Fuck Kurt yeah. Schemmel. Yeah, and the other shit is, what is it? They got, uh, what's that? Is it is David Ortiz and, uh, Fucking uh, Alex Rodriguez is up for the shit next year. And they yeah, got everybody fucking, uh, down with the, you know what I mean, down with the steroid shit. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> yo, fucking, uh, I don't know if the steroid shit was in there where Barry Bonds had caught Hank Aaron and shit. Maybe, maybe not. But whether he would have or wouldn't have, Barry Bonds is like the illest nigga I've seen yeah. play baseball. And that was when I actually still kind of watched baseball. When he was like doing this shit like early on and shit, and I, and I watched it till he was yeah, done. Yeah, forty forty, nigga, yo. Yeah, nigga he, used to he, steal bases and hit home runs. Yeah, Nobody. So nigga was a Hall of Famer before the steroid shit when he was in exactly. Pittsburgh before he even got to San Francisco. So, you know, they just yeah. the baseball is a piece of shit sport as it is. You fucking you do your greatest players, you shun on them. You you fucking still shitting on Pete Rose ten million years later. On some integrity shit, <laughs> and, and when steroids was in your game, that shit was the the best time for baseball. Matter of fact, that shit saved baseball coming out that what was that that ninety three strike or whatever when yeah. uh, Sosa and Maguire was hitting home runs all crazy, and then Bonds was hitting them shits, and niggas was diving in the ocean for that shit. That motherfucking that shit saved baseball, so they need to cut the shit 
embrace that shit and be more progressive. I mean, I get it, but I mean, fuck it. Like, it's over. These niggas is out of the league already. So, fucking give Pete Rose in the damn Hall of Fame. Stop banning niggas. Like, that shit is... They just... They trash the way they doing shit. How you feel about crack, yo? What? That's just that bad? Huh? <laughs> All right, never mind. As always, I watched, As always. I watched that. That was good. I watched that. That was good. You watched was good. it? You watched it? Okay. I watched All right. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. But, but like, it, it, you got what I was thinking about yes. with the whole yes. shit. Like, it, yeah. Like, I did. I don't know if I should have watched it, but I, I got something from it. The base. The whole baseball process in itself is pretty much stupid because you're voting in there by a bunch of guys who've never played the sport. They wrote, they've written about it, written great things about it, but they've never played. And for them to be the arbiters of who are who are not as great doesn't make sense to me. I understand you, you got to go upon numbers and everything else like that, but you can just trust your eyes. Like Roger Clemens was great, Barry Bonds was great. Like there's there's no in between. Like. I understand that they're pretty much keeping them out for like a moral thing, and to try to you know it would be really fucked up. What if they if they brought Barry Bonds into the Hall of Fame in the same Hall of Fame they bring in Pete Rose? I'd be mad as shit. I ain't gonna lie, that would make me mad. Pete been fighting that shit forever. He's all and like I said, if you guys are gonna lean upon statistics, no, what I'm saying is they can't get in on the same one. I think it diminishes Barry. No, they, they, no, they wouldn't do that. I think eventually, I don't think Barry's ever going to be elected by the the writers. No. I think to the veterans, yeah. So, so here's the thing, like, all right, so if they voted in like that, then it would be like, all right, let's just throw the bum niggas in there, and put asterisks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like it's mad disrespectful. So, if if you put Barry in, man, I'm, Barry Bonds should be in all the fame, you know? and 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 it's not like on some weird shit or anything like that. Like he's just he's just really like an obvious. Hall. He's probably the best baseball player ever to exist. You know what I mean? So he belongs in the Hall of Fame, and I feel like when they do it, they they better do it right. That's all. They gonna have they, to. They don't, they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to do it. They they disconnected. They're, discon- they're disconnected. Their sport is disconnected. I mean, we've known this for years, so they don't, they don't know how to do it because anybody with common sense, um, with any business common sense, will let Barry Bonds in, will let these people in, so that you can have a draw back to your sport. I mean, it's, even if you don't want to fuck with them, just from a business standpoint, you do it just to have yeah. all eyes on your sport for once. You know what I'm saying? He 100% deserves that. I'm just saying, even if you don't, from a business standpoint, you'd be like, well, nah. Fuck it, let's let him in so we can, you know, market off of this shit. And, you know what I'm saying? Market some shit off of that. But they don't know how to do shit. They fucked up over there. I don't know. Um, but as always, you can get at us on Better Than You Pod on IG. We want all the praise. We want all the smoke. Until next week, peace.